Welcome guys to a brand new episode. Today we are going to be talking about the preview against um, Bristol City. Bristol City, we're playing them on Friday night um, in Bristol, of course, and this is going to be a very, very difficult test. Of course, we're playing them at the Ashton Gate Stadium and yeah, it's a 4th versus 13th clash and this is what I mean. This is a psychological match with Ipswich and Southampton. If we win this game against Bristol, we mathematically jump them by a point. And that is going to get in their head, okay? And that's what we need. Look, we're going to have two games more. But if we can get that advantage on Southampton and Ipswich, that'll be brilliant. Because that's exactly what we need. And this game's going to be difficult because they do have some good footballers like Scott Twine, Sam Bell, uh, Ross McCormick. And they have, of course, uh, Taylor Garner-Hickman, good center back there, a good defender. And, yeah, they have some good players on their team. And we're just going to be ready for it. I don't think there's going to be, there's going to be no Archie Gray, probably no um, Dan James for this one as well. Somerville's going to be questionable for this one as well. So it's going to be a very difficult test. We have to get to three points here. There is no option. If we stumble here, we're on the same points as Southampton. That's not good because... We have two extra games played at this point. Bristol is a hard ground to go to, but we have to pick up three points. We have to. And then that would put us um, with uh, 60 points, one point above Ipswich, only six points behind Leicester. But in our recent matches, we've been crawling on Leicester. It's like it was a 17-point difference. Now it's only nine. So we're getting there. And then mentally, Ipswich and Southampton, they're going to be thinking about us. They're going to be thinking about... How Leeds United has the upper edge on them on points technically, but the matches are not there. So hopefully that messes with them psychologically and it gives us a good advantage. So now I don't want to get into any score predictions, but we are going to get into some lineup predictions. I think Ilan Melier starts in goal, of course, for us. And then <clears throat> at right back, I think we're going to be seeing um, Sam Byram at right back. Then at the center back pairing, it's going to be Joe Rodon, and it's going to be Ethan Ampadu as well. And then at left back, it's going to be Junior Firpo getting his spot really nice and secure there at the left back position. Hopefully, he keep up this good run of form and not pick up an injury as well. And then and the two uh, holding mids could be Groove or Groif, however you say it, and Glenn Kamara in the midfield. That's a great midfield. That's a, it has a good balance. Um, I feel like recently... Kamara has been less progressive than Groif, and that's kind of concerning because Groif is more of a defensive midfielder, which applies it straight defensively, and we need um, Kamara to give us his, his attacking output, like he did at Leicester, like he's done the whole season he's been here. He's been really good, offensively speaking, getting, uh, but he's been too too much side-to-side -side recently, so we want him to improve from Glenn. And then on the left-hand side, hopefully it's going to be Chris Somerville. If it's not... Hopefully we see Jane Anthony use better than um, than um, uh, Nonto in the game against Plymouth. He was better than than him. So hopefully we see Jane Anthony on the left. Really happy he got his goal. And then at the ten, this will be Jorginho. I thought they should have rested Jorginho in the FA Cup match, but now after we'll finish talking about the FA Cup game a little bit later here in a moment. And then on the right hand side, no Dan James. So it's gonna have to be Nonto again. If it's not, it's going to be Jane Anthony and Somerville. So, 
in my opinion. Hopefully, it doesn't start until because I thought Jane Anthony was better and he deserves the minutes because he was a better player. And then um, up top, it's gonna be Patrick Bamford, I believe. Uh, Joe Peru, I didn't think he had a bad game. Just he just didn't have the players around him that he usually does to create stuff. And the majority of the players were poor. I thought Peru was touch was fine. He was fine. Of course, he's not the Bamford hold up the play or anything, physical type striker. But if he can hold it up for like a quick second, just lay it off, doesn't necessarily have to be a ball in the air like Bamford gives you the aerial threat. But if he can give you some good one touch passing, then that could be really good. So, yeah, guys, that's going to do it for today's episode. Hopefully, we do get the win, and hopefully, we do play the youngsters against Plymouth in the cup because I couldn't care about the cup run anymore. It would have been nice to win this game here at Allen Road with the players that we had on the pitch. But it didn't happen, so now just play the kids. So we'll see you guys in the next one.